0: Five o'clock in Pirate Country, and 94 3 The Game is going to get you home with the P Man.
1: 1.
0: Lock it in, turn it up. It's time for the Patrick Johnson Show on 94 3 The Game. This is the flagship station of the ECU, Pirates.
2: a ton of uh, ECU news today, so we'll have a pirate report for you in a few minutes. Uh, Bottom of the hour today, as we welcome you in here, we've got uh, Rob Maloney. Rob leaving Conley after uh, nearly three decades as... uh, A stalwart there, a coach there, coached basketball for a good majority of the time. The boys' team had great success. And then uh, was the AD for a good while. So uh, Rob Maloney now, the Pitt County, overall county school system, director of athletics coming up. Uh, Got a big announcement, too, for a guest tomorrow. We'll have that for you uh, in the Pirate Report coming up. Uh, P-Man here with you on a uh, Tuesday as uh, we get ever uh, closer to the end of the month. Uh, we've got, uh, Philip, the ref Pilkington in today, Pilk, you good. I understand you got hit in the eye by a, a wrestler, but, uh, are you fine?
3: Yeah, I'm all right. You know, that, uh, that, a uh, C C squared guy is, uh, is a little whack.
2: Okay. So he, what did he like threw a, a, something in your eye or hit you in the eye? What happened? Um,
3: so Ben first made a sign. Yeah, we got that. c squared drinks, Trulys. Yeah, right. he ripped it Trulies, up and, and then later it, he yeah. threw part of the sign at me. It didn't. I mean, it kind of hit me. Yeah, I blinked. It wasn't like it cut my eye or anything. Okay. But he
2: did. Uh, All right. it hit me. I was worried about you. And when then I heard this initially. Took my hat off and threw it in the crowd. Oh no! All right. Uh, intern uh, Noah is here. Intern Abby is here. Intern Abby's had quite a whirlwind. Uh, by the way, got a lot of great response to both uh, those people. Uh, being on with us uh, yesterday during the whole My Beer segment. Pilk, we'll have to do a whole My Beer with you at some point.
1: Yeah, I love coming on the morning show this morning.
2: What about my show? You you were on yesterday, and that kind of led to you coming back on the morning show yesterday, and then you're on here today. What am I, chop liver? No, I just need um, your fans to start recognizing me. Henry's <laughs> fans just love me. So. Well, they're, they're, all Henry's fans are, are gray-haired old women. I think they're confused about who <laughs> you are. No. Uh, all right. Well, thank you, uh, intern uh, Abby. Intern Noah is here as well. Intern Noah, anything to say today? I, I, it didn't rain, so that's, that's going to make yeah, you made, happy, right? Say. Yeah. Do you have anything to say, intern Noah? Uh, not off the top of my head, no. Okay. All right. That's, what, that's why we go to him for that kind of honest, uh, uh, honest assessment of what's happening. <laughs> all right. Uh, so we'll go to uh, our pirate report in a few minutes here. Uh, we start with uh, the ACC saying they will adopt the 355 football scheduling model for all 14 schools, oh gosh, that compete and they'll compete in one division. Uh, the ACC has been just scratching and clawing and praying and hoping and dying to get out of this division model because it has been an ab- abject failure in the Atlantic Coast Conference. It's been Clemson and the 13 Dwarves. And uh, even in years where it has not been Clemson or Florida State even, you've wound up with kind of a meh champion like Pitt or, or someone like that. No offense to our guy Mark Miller. But, I mean, that is not the direction you want to be going in if, uh, if you are the um, ACC. So they're going to take the top two teams that shouldn't come back To bite them, I guess. But one division, each team will play three primary opponents annually. I like the draw for Duke. It makes the most sense with UNC, NC State, and Wake Forest. So the uh, big four stay intact there. The Heels uh, swap out Wake for Virginia. Uh, The uh, Wolfies. Uh, Clemson annually, along with Duke and UNC. Um, So then the other 10 teams will cycle through, a little home-and-home situation. And I'm just kind of looking, you know, I guess this will work. It theoretically maybe gives them what they think is the best matchup for that ACC championship game that, you know, really kind of, I don't know, kind of... uh, it's just not been, other than when Clemson's there, it's just not been met with a ton of success. You know, UNC's been there. I mean, it's drawn well at times, but last year with Wake and Pitt there, again, it was kind of meh. I mean, the game was relatively exciting for Pitt. They had some dynamic plays early on, but it just kind of was a blasé game. I mean, Duke is in it, and I know a lot of Duke fans were excited that year they got hammered by Florida State. You know, NC State's never been to it. I don't know if this improves the Wolfpack's chances to get to the championship game. I, I don't think it does. But it's a little bit of an admission that, you know, the ACC, despite wanting to be a football power, has just not gotten it right, in my opinion. Their, divi- their division model, I mean, the Coastal was was the JV League always. Let's face it. So they've never really been able to get that right. And... They've sacrificed basketball. I was talking to a really good basketball coach today, retired now, and we were talking about the ACC a little bit. And, you know, there's a lot of unknowns right now in the ACC, even with UNC supposedly bringing everything back they are. And they've sacrificed what was their bellwether sport, what they were known for, basketball at the altar of of being good in football. They just really haven't, sans Clemson, been that great at football. You know, Florida State won the last BCS title and Clemson's got a couple and they're in the finals or in the playoffs every year. they but it's just, I don't know. It's just not this this doesn't uh doesn't juice me up any from my standpoint. I guess it's better than going nine or ten conference games, which was also bannied about uh as well. Um let's see here. Um See if there's any other uh, news or notes. It was was kind of a weird, heavy-loaded back end of the day as far as uh, news and notes go in the world of sports. Uh, Zach Agnos, of course, picked up another All-America honor. We'll get into some of that coming up. Uh, There was a lot going on, obviously, with with, uh, Little League Baseball and all that around here that's kind of hard to keep up with all these different teams playing places. Uh, Pilk, I know you're going to have something in your update on this, uh, about miles bridges and the Hornets, but what did you think of the, uh, former ECU assistant, Steve Clifford being hired back as he, as the head coach, what was your, what was your read on that?
3: It sounds like they were just in a bind and they knew he was unemployed and they had to, yeah. they had to call somebody in. However, I'm a little surprised he did it. I mean, you know, you normally get fired from a place, uh, you don't want to come back, so I was a little surprised him taking the job. Oh no,
2: I've been, I've come, I've gone back to places that got rid of me and fired me. Yeah, I've been back. Yeah, you know, well, I mean, I don't know, I I like it's a little
3: different in the coaching realm, you know. A lot of coaches, coaches have bigger egos than you do, Patrick. You know, you're a humble guy, but uh, no, no,
2: I have a lot of, I have a huge ego. Plus, I they make a lot more nice, money. And That's and the you, difference. Hey, yeah. just, just yeah. take the compliment, Patrick. Dang, I was trying <laughs> to be nice
3: to you here. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I, it sounded like their yeah, hands were tied.
2: I think that speaking of money, and, and, you know, we kind of talked about it yesterday. This obviously, I think, was a way for them to save some money. Uh, I think DeAntoni wanted too much, and probably rightfully so, could command a lot more than, than Steve Clifford could. So this is a money deal, I, I think, for the Charlotte franchise, which just I, I don't think, despite Michael Jordan owning them, can financially. I, it's it's just a hard hard place. I, I you know. You're from there, Pilk, and I joke about Charlotte, but I mean, Charlotte in the grand scheme of things is not an awful city to live in. Uh, There's worse places to live, but there are worse places to live.
3: Oh, for sure, man. Where I grew up, I could be in the city in 20 minutes and the country in 20 minutes. Yeah, you can't say that about many areas. It's either too rural or too urban.
2: Right. And so I think it just doesn't seem like that that is that attractive uh, of a city, despite, I think, you know, obviously, I think a lot of hockey players that play in Raleigh like the area. A lot of guys will make their home there after playing here, even if they're traded away or go somewhere else. And once they retire, they'll, they'll kind of stick around. Uh, but, you know, Orlando to me is a lot of guys that play golf live in Orlando. A lot of pro golfers live in the Orlando area, but they have a hell of a time attracting free agents to Orlando. And That's a pretty good city too, I think. I think basketball players
3: are a different breed than hockey and golfers. No, I think they like the flashy big city celebrity girlfriends. That's why they want New York and L.A. Whereas those hockey guys, they're a bunch of blue-collar guys. They just want a place they can kind of hang out. People leave them alone. They go to their kids' games, and the golfers want a place to play golf. But the NBA is a different – I mean, you think Mellow Ball can find a celebrity girlfriend in Charlotte? Heck no, but you know that's
2: what he wants. He's from L.A., baby. Yeah, I think you're right about that. All right, uh, big announcement for a great guest tomorrow. Uh, we'll have that on the other side of the break, uh, plus a pirate report full of uh, goodness. We're driving you to the bottom of the hour where Rob Maloney will join us. So, uh, big addition today. Stay tuned. A big announcement as far as a guest tomorrow. We're excited to have uh, for an extended uh, time. So uh, stand by. We will be back uh, with that announcement and our pirate report on the PJ show after this time out
0: more of the Patrick Johnson show is coming up on your flagship home of the ECU Pirates 943 the game
4: 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. Chico's! Mexican Restaurant is where the fiesta never ends. Grab your amigos and head to Chico's every Wednesday for shrimp tacos for only 9 dollars Plus Wednesday means all Mexican imports for just two seventy five. dollars Thursdays, enjoy your favorite beef, chicken, or vegetable fajitas for only $9.99. For Mexican food and fun, it's got to be Chico's Mexican Restaurant in downtown Greenville and online at Chico'sRestaurant.com. Chico's, where the fiesta never
1: ends.
4: You don't sit behind a desk every day to earn a living. You're out and about making it happen. And sometimes you get a little bit behind on your paperwork, you know, like bookkeeping and paying your taxes. It's easy to get behind on paying your taxes. It happens to the best of us. And you know what happens next. The big, bad IRS comes knocking on your door when that happens you need to call the good old boys at the tax doctor let them do what they do best deal and negotiate with the irs so you pay the lowest you can in back taxes that the law allows we are a 100 percent u.s based company and we've saved our clients millions over the years in back taxes if you owe ten thousand dollars or more in back taxes call my friends right now at the tax doctor and learn more 800-918-7169 that's 800-918-7169.
0: Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me.
4: Sponsored by the North Carolina Army National Guard. Aired by the North Carolina Association of Broadcasters and this station.
0: And now, Patrick Johnson with today's Pirate Report. On the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game.
2: Update on our Twitter poll from yesterday coming up in just a bit. Rob Maloney now, the Pitt County Schools Athletic Director, bottom of the hour. Uh, Let's uh, take a look at uh, some of our ECU news and notes from today. Uh, first up, uh, announce our, uh, show guest for tomorrow. Uh, Holton Aylers will join us in studio tomorrow. Uh, we've never had and been able to really do that kind of at, uh, length, sit down interview with him in the off season. Like we've always kind of wanted to, but, uh, we were able to get it worked out. So Holton Naylor's uh, tomorrow, uh, live with us in the studio on the Patrick Johnson show. We're looking forward to uh, that and that'll be, uh, a lot of fun. So, uh, Good to talk to him. He's coming off a, uh, a trip where he was down at the Manning Quarterback Academy this uh, past week, so uh, interested in hearing about that. I know he's really excited about the season coming up, so we'll get some of his uh, thoughts on that. Holt Naylor's tomorrow on the Patrick Johnson Show. All right, so that's uh, pretty good. Uh, as uh, we go through things here, uh, I guess it was reported Jeff Goodman from Stadium And uh, one of these uh, kind of basketball nerd websites uh, reported Remember, Pilk, when we said that uh, ECU was going to play in Savannah? That was the report uh, during the Thanksgiving weekend in one of those uh, MTEs, those uh, uh, events that take place where you're able to, to play multiple games. Multiple team event is what MTE stands for. Uh, Myrtle Beach was the example of that last year for ECU. Do you remember we were talking about they were going to go play in the Savannah event, Pilk? Do you remember that at any point? A yeah, I remember it getting months ago.
3: Yeah, I remember it getting brought up. I mean, I don't know—is that confirmed that they're playing in that?
2: Well, um, apparently not, because Jeff Goodman and Stadium are reporting that uh, ECU is going to be back at the Gulf Coast Showcase in Florida, along with uh, Drexel uh, out of the Colonial Florida Gulf Coast who I think is the host of the event, Indiana State, Kansas City, out of the Summit Conference, Northern Kentucky, Toledo, and UT Arlington. So uh, that is the eight-team event. It's a three-day deal. They've got it listed Monday through Wednesday, the 21st through the 23rd. So that will be taking place right up to Thanksgiving. And uh, that'll be what is uh, the report now. Of course, nothing is finalized, nothing official for VCU, but that is the report from uh, Jeff Goodman and Stadium and uh, one of the many, many events that are uh, being announced here uh, kind of on uh, on the interwebs, if you will, for these uh, multiple team events. So the Pirates headed back to the Gulf Coast showcase, according to a report from Stadium. So I guess that means Savannah is out because I don't think, unless I'm wrong, that you can do two of those events. I don't think they're going from Gulf Coast Showcase to then Savannah for that weekend. But they might be. What do I know? But I don't think they are. Uh, Cliff Godwin, as he told us uh, the other week when he was on the Patrick Johnson Show, is uh, headed to uh, Cary to camp. The tryout's going on. He'll be the third base coach for the collegiate national team, second time that he's been with USA Baseball That was confirmed by the university today. Uh, Pilk, do we have uh, where Coach Godwin told us that last uh, week? Yes, we do. If we do, play it. All right, let's hear it.
1: I'm actually um, the assistant coach for the collegiate national team um, with USA Baseball, so I report on June 28th for that. I'll be in the States for the first, whatever, 10 days, two weeks, and then we go to the Netherlands after we pick the team. Um, so I'll be out of the country. Uh, we'll be playing in the Netherlands, which I've never been to Europe, so that's kind of cool. Uh, and Zach Agnos is going to come out today, but Zach Agnos has been invited to the trials for the collegiate national team. Um, he's going in as a relief pitcher, and they're going to let him take D.P. and take ground Balls, but uh, they, they like him on the mound. So uh, that's one guy that will go to the trials, so that's pretty cool uh, as well.
2: All right, so, uh, again, news we first told you about last week, confirmed by the university today. Coach Godwin reporting today uh, to carry for that. And then uh, next week, uh, team will head uh, abroad, as uh, he just told us. Uh, baseball America, collegiate top 25, the final ranking. Speaking of Pirate Baseball, has them at 17. Of course, Ole Miss, number one, Oklahoma, number two. Uh, it was Notre Dame finishing fifth in the final poll of the year. Tennessee, who spent much of the year at uh, number one, finished eighth. Texas, who eliminated ECU from the postseason, was nine. Virginia Tech, who had played and defeated the Pirates this year, 10. UNC was 13. Uh, Southern Miss, 16. East Carolina, 17. Maryland, a Pirate opponent, finished 18th in the Baseball America College Top 25. Final poll of the year. UCLA, Brian Ward, a, uh, an assistant on that team, 23rd, and uh, so on and so forth. LSU, who is almost like the uh, 07 Yankees with their roster that they're putting together, finished 24th in the uh, final top 25 poll. Uh, Congratulations to uh, Malcolm Gray. He's been tabbed as the uh, Assistant Athletics Director for Media Relations at ECU. That announcement made official today. Uh, Malcolm, of course, hometown boy, graduate of ECU in the 90s and uh, had served as director of media relations, working with uh, several teams, was the assistant with football, obviously was the main baseball contact, swimming and diving, women's golf, Uh, been a member of the athletic department full time for the last 18 years. And uh, Malcolm is a good exchange with him today. We're excited for him. Uh, Of course, the media services operation at Clark LeClaire has been recognized nationally. Uh, Malcolm, last year, the 46th recipient of the prestigious Russell D. Anderson Wilbur Snipe Award, which is presented by the National Collegiate Baseball Writers Association annually annually for outstanding contributions to college baseball. There's some pretty um, heady winners on that list, so that was a big honor for Malcolm uh, to get that. And uh, this will be exciting for him. We're looking forward to working with Malcolm uh, in the capacity of our uh, show and our station and uh, beyond, uh, including uh, the Playfly uh, uh, deal as well, working with him through that uh, coverage as well. So we're excited about having uh, Malcolm Gray as uh, the man who will be heading the media relations shop. Uh, following uh, Tom McClellan, who uh, took a job with Pitt County Schools. So that was really uh, a good deal for Malcolm. We're happy for him. And I'm uh, just see if there's anything else on the Pirate Report. I think that is about it. So that's uh, where we are as far as that goes. Um, NBC Sports, of course, talking about the, uh, the Sean Watson disciplinary hearing. That started today, the league is apparently pushing for a suspension that would last at least a year. And uh, that is some to kind of led some to wonder as I kind of have all along, and that's why I've never understood the Baker Mayfield trade talk because there was a good chance all along that Watson was not going to play a good portion of the season, if not the entire season. And it would seem like Baker Mayfield would be the guy that uh, you would rather have than uh, Jacoby Brisket. Jacoby Brissett, I know. Uh, Mayfield was asked uh, if there's any chance of a reconciliation with the Browns during an appearance at a youth football camp in Norman, Oklahoma today. Mayfield said it's been pretty obvious the mutual decision on both sides is to move on, despite the uncertainty about watson's availability no i think for that to happen there would have to be some reaching out but we're ready to move on i think on both sides mayfield said uh to the website soonerscoop.com. Uh mayfield was asked about not being traded away from cleveland months after the trade for watson he said he got frustrated with it not happening before minicamp and all those things but that's the team approach and it's out of his control he'll be willing to continue waiting to see what happens Uh, not only do they have Jacoby Brissett, but Josh Dobbs is their other quarterback on the roster now. And uh, barring a reversal on the Mayfield front, one of them would be stepping in for Watson uh, if he were to be suspended by the league. Anything on that pilk that has come out, or is is this sort of the first day of that, and then they're going to to have uh, their resolution announced later? That kind of, that's, I guess, what the the deal is there, right? That's,
3: as far as I know, that's exactly what it is.
4: Okay.
2: So, uh, Baker Mayfield, it it seems inevitable. There's not been a whole lot of uh, chatter this week about whether the Panthers would uh, be the trade partner. They seem to be one of the obvious ones. Uh, So, we'll see how it goes with Baker Mayfield uh, coming up. Uh, But that report out this afternoon, right around midday, uh, basically, saying that it is an irreparable relationship. All right. Uh, Philip the ref Pilkington has a 94 3 the game sports update. We're going to have um, Rob Maloney after that, bottom of the hour. Uh, happy for Rob taking over as a director of athletics for Pitt County Schools. Right now, Philip the ref Pilkington with a 94 3 the game sports flash update.
3: Thanks, Patrick. We will start in Pirate Athletics. ECU announced today that Malcolm Gray has been named the Assistant Athletic Director for Media Relations. Malcolm has spent 18 years in the Pirate program and was previously the Director of Media Relations. It was officially announced today by USA Baseball that Cliff Godwin will be an assistant coach for the collegiate national team. He will serve as the hitting coach and third base coach. Also Zach Agnos will get a tryout with the team.
1: He's going in as a relief pitcher, and they're going to let him take DT and take ground balls, but they like him on the mound.
3: Saturday, the Phillies' Bryce Harper was hit in the hand with a 97-mile-an-hour fastball. Today, the team announced that he will have to have surgery to repair the left thumb, which he broke when being hit by the pitch. He will be out indefinitely. To the NBA, Russell Westbrook is planning to exercise the player option for the upcoming season that will let him remain with the Lakers. He will make $47.1 million. The Hornets have extended offers to Cody Martin and Miles Bridges, meaning that that both players will be unrestricted free agents when free agency starts tomorrow. The Washington Commanders and wide receiver Terry McLaurin have reached a three-year contract extension worth up to $71 million. $28 million will be the signing bonus, the largest ever for a wide receiver. Today at Wimbledon, Serena Williams played her first singles match since she withdrew from the championships last year. The 23-time major champion is currently playing Harmony Tan of France. They are in a third set tie break in which Williams currently leads 4-2. That'll do it for your 94 three the game sports update more with the p-man after this time out
0: videos articles and what's going on in the pirate nation i thought
3: that's what facebook updates
0: were for. like and comment on 94.3 the game's facebook page right now more of the patrick johnson show is coming up on 94.3 the game and 94.3 the Game.com.
3: hey i'm gray fussell I'm a fourth generation winemaker at Duplin Winery and a proud alumnus of ECU. I'd love for you to visit with us in Rose Hill or North Myrtle Beach, or look for our delicious fruity wines in your favorite store or on our website. As always, thank you for your support. And now that i work full-time with my dad. I understand why mom enjoys a glass of our Hatteras Red every night.
5: Thanks for drinking
3: Duplin, and go Pirates!
5: Are you ready for a new career? An amazing company chose Greenville to be the home of their nationwide contact center. Victra is the largest independent retailer for one of the nation's largest cellular providers. And Victra's Greenville Contact Center is growing rapidly. Victra is now hiring multiple positions for consumer sales, business-to-business sales, retail store support, customer care, and operations support. Benefits include incredible commission potential, paid face to face training, medical, dental, vision, paid time off, a 50% discount on your wireless bill, access to wages prior to payday, and 401k matching. Victor is now hiring both full and part time positions, and top performers earn 25 to $28 an hour. All of their sales and service opportunities are inbound only, no outbound cold calls, no telemarketing. You will earn top dollar for every sale you make while working in a fun environment with a team of motivated professionals. Visit pit-jobs.com to apply now.
2: If you're living with chronic joint pain in your knees, hips, lower back, and shoulders, I've got exciting news for you. Emmett
4: Smith, all-time rushing leader and Hall of Famer.
2: Now you can get relief from pain without harmful medications and surgery. Call my guys at QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics specializes in biologic therapies that can repair and restore damaged tissue. I'm talking about natural pain treatments now available, not just for pro athletes, but to people like you.
4: At QC Kinetics, we're seeing patients every day who suffer from chronic joint pain but who desperately wanted to avoid surgery. We're treating joint pain with biologic therapies, regenerative solutions with long-lasting results. Listen, it's all about getting your life back, playing touch football with kids, walking
2: upstairs pain-free, getting back on a job, and patients at QC Kinetics are raving about the results.
4: QC Kinetics, call to learn more about restorative treatments that can get you back in the game.
0: Call QC Kinetics, 252-756-PAIN. That's 252-756-7246. Two five two seven five six. Bill Clark Homes is proud to support East Carolina athletics.
4: The Clark family continues to make significant contributions to help ECU succeed on the field. And Bill Clark Homes is building quality homes in Pitt County with prices ranging from the 200s on up to 500,000. They're excited to announce the opening of their 4,000 square foot design center this spring. The new Bill Clark Homes Design Center is located on the corner of Red Banks Road and Greenville Boulevard. Bill Clark Homes. Bill family traditions.
0: Pirates, Panthers, the P-Man. Oh my. More of the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game right now.
2: Back a few weeks ago, it was announced that Rob Maloney will be taking over for Ron Butler. As the director of athletics for Pitt County Schools, and uh, of course, Coach Maloney for years at D.H. Conley, a stalwart there, and uh, he now will be uh, in uh, the man in charge of county athletics in, in a sense. Uh, he's with us here, Coach Maloney. Rob Maloney, with us on the show. It's great to have you back. Thanks for uh, doing this. Really appreciate it. Absolutely,
6: Patrick. And as always, this, this is always an honor to to meet with you and, and be able to share the great things
2: going on. Here's the good thing. You have not officially started yet, so you can still get out of this if you want to. Just I, I don't know if you want to, but you can still get out of this yeah. if you...
6: <laughs> uh, I feel like I'm already neck deep, I, I'll tell you what. I'm, I'm coming into a great situation, Patrick. Uh, Ron's uh, been really good to me. We've, we've met for the last, basically, week and a half, up to two weeks now, and uh, he's shared an awful lot of wisdom with me and uh, been very good to me. And I, I feel like I've just... You know, I've always known Ron, but I've really gotten to really know Ron the last last couple of days and uh, think very highly of, of what he's done at, in Pitt County Schools. And he's definitely not leaving something that's broken. I've, I've got to come in and, and maintain the, the, the great work he's done. And I'm certainly excited about trying to do that and uh, seeing where we can take this.
2: The thing I always liked, uh, it seems like from Ron Butler's perspective, and I think you share this trait with him. First, there's got to have, I think there's a certain temperament you need to have with this job uh but i also think um highly organized and that's always the impression i've gotten of you coach, is that you're highly organized so uh ron 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 you know would always kind of have his ducks in a row from what i could uh tell so that that's that's part of it i guess is half the battle just trying to have your ducks in a row if you will
6: uh without a doubt you know a lot of people don't realize in this position ron Ron wore many hats, and and uh, I don't have a lot of hair on my head to keep hats <laughs> on, but I'm gonna I'm gonna do my best you know number of roles. You, you think of him as just the Pitt County Schools Athletic Director, but Ron was also overseeing uh, Driver's Ed for Pick, not only Pitt County Schools, but even our, our local private schools. Oh, okay, uh, which I was not aware of that part that they fall into that category as well with Driver's Ed, um, and and in addition to that, he was all over uh, community schools and recreation, mm-hmm. which is. Quite a big endeavor uh, when you're looking at the number of kids in the county that are not only playing sports on, on the weekends and, and throughout the week, but you're talking after-school activities. You're talking um, summer camps. And so he's had his hand in every bit of that. So you're exactly right. He's uh, very, very well organized and, um, and just did a, did a wonderful job of handling that.
2: Ron Baloney, who for years was at D.H. Uh, Conley, was uh, their AD. Uh, but also uh, their basketball coach. I want to ask you some questions about that. But now he's uh, the uh, director of athletics for Pitt County Schools, uh, the whole school system. Uh, Rob, let me ask you this: When what, what made you, dis- you know, maybe decide this was the next challenge you wanted to take on?
6: You know, I've been at DH Conley for 29 years, uh, in, in some form or fashion, coaching, and uh, and I've taught there for for 26 years. So I've seen that school evolve. Uh, I've, I've been very, very fortunate to have a lot of great mentors through the years that have allowed me to experience that and uh, to have a heavy hand and hopefully heavy hand in, in some of the great outcomes that have occurred at D.H. Conley. And um, I felt like we had it established. We had a nice system there. Our coaching staff was just second to none and, and still is there. Um, and, and I think one of the big keys to our success out at Conley was the fact that we had very little turnover uh, with those coaches. So I have a, had a, a lot of senior-level coaches, I'll call them, the Jennifer Gillikins, Wayne Deans, mm-hmm. Jason Mills, uh, Eric Sawyer, Shannon McLaughlin, those folks that have been there for quite a while, and, Lord, I don't mean to leave anybody out. So if somebody's listening from Conley, I didn't say their name. Hope they're not mad. But, uh, but I had, you know – pretty much had it established I feel like that our, our practices were in place the expectations the standards uh, were established and so for me it, it made sense to take on a new challenge and um, and and being the director of athletics for Pitt County Schools is certainly certainly that it is going to be a great challenge but having said that uh, it's like any great coach or any good coach uh, is going to do they're going to uh, they will try to establish and look at the current state of things and they're not going to rush to make any kind of major changes. Um, but it is a challenge to be able to look at it, get a feel and then reflect and see what kind of modifications maybe we can make in the future to, to make a great County uh, athletic program even better than it already is. And and that'll take some time. Like I said, Ron, Ron's leaving it in great shape. Um, but, but I also, uh, the challenge is for me now is to get out, side of my Conley scope and be able to develop uh, relationships at our other high schools and our middle schools as well. Uh, that excites me. I, I just, I really look forward to getting out and meeting not only the middle school ADs and coaches, but seeing the athletes out there and, and seeing what's going on in different areas of the county. Uh, as you can imagine, being at DH Conley, I'm, I'm sure that a lot of people in the public are going, well, he's just going to be biased. Uh, to D.H. Conley, and uh, I am who I am, and um, I'm very transparent. I'm a fair person, and when I tell you something, I mean it, and, and I sincerely am excited to be able to experience athletics on the other side, and, and that's for all of our high schools and all the middle schools.
2: You you kind of addressed uh, something I was going to ask you, but within the course of that, you were still coaching basketball. I mean, you won a championship this year, in fact, your your team did. So not a lot of – guy a lot of men and women that are ad's at a, a school the size of conley were still coaching or at least coaching a sport like basketball that there's a hot, lot of heavy investment in and i know a lot of people whenever the ad is the head of uh head coach of another sport well the ad favors it i actually think this is just my perspective uh coach that you probably uh to me you i mean there was never a sense out at Conley that, well, he's just putting more into basketball because he's the basketball guy. Co- it seems to be because you were really visible out there at everything, you put a lot into whatever the sport was going on, so that's a credit to you, but why were you still coaching? Because, I mean, that obviously the job of AD was pretty encompassing.
6: You And you nailed it. Um, I, <laughs> I definitely did not put basketball ahead of anyone at D.H. Conley High School, whether it was with finances or publications or putting things out there Um, uh, my big motto when I was at DH Conley was one team and and I really when I first was at DH Conley as an overall athletic program we were we had some teams that were pretty good but as a as a whole everybody was kind of on their own little island and my big goal when I became athletic director was to get everybody off of islands and form a big continent where we were going to support each other and and what uh, girl's golf does is going to impact what varsity football does. And, and I think all in all we accomplished that during our time there, because, um, I saw other coaches and other athletes getting excited about what their, their peers were doing. Um, and, and so that was an exciting part. Now for me, you talk about the coaching basketball and, mm-hmm. uh, that was something so often when you're an athletic director, you're responding to the actions of others. And, uh, by remaining as basketball coach, I got to control my little bit of that continent, <laughs> if you will. Um the A D job can be very uh consuming of your time and it would be really easy, easy to not form relationships with the athletes. And and that's to me why it was so important to remain active as a coach because I still had a feel for what was going on in the coaching world. I didn't lose touch as an athletic director. And then the other part was just what I was saying, the relationships with the young men that I had the good fortune of coaching over the years made it all worthwhile. And, I, and it, it just kept me leveled off, to be quite honest with you. And uh, whether we were successful from season to season or whether we had a year like we just did where we won the conference championship, uh, they were all equally important to me. Um, you know, it, it fed me uh, spiritually in a lot of ways to know that I could still reach kids. And uh, there, there's nothing better in this world. Coaching is a great, great profession.
2: Uh, Rob Maloney is uh, with us. He is uh, taking over uh, when Ron Butler's final day is. So essentially, end of the week, uh, Rob will be officially uh, Pitt County Schools uh, Director of Athletics. Uh, it's great to have him on with us uh, here. Uh, when you reflect back at Conley? I mean, a lot there, there was a championship, obviously in softball this year couple of years ago uh, in, in volleyball there's been championships state championships I'm speaking of in uh, in uh, baseball and other sports there's been tremendous success with the football program and, and conference championships we mentioned your basketball success this year you've had a, a good girls basketball uh, team varsity uh, other sports you mentioned so from, from that standpoint um, it does as the student enrollment there grew, Obviously, a chance to have more athletes uh, increased, I would I would say. But then you also uh, a, a lot of it, it just seemed like every time you went out there, everything was really run very uh, efficiently and, and at the high at a high level, um, which again is a credit to you. So uh, again, I, I think that comes down to organ organizational skills. But you just mentioned it there. You kind of you kind of had a a, a a mission. Everybody was going in the same direction. Uh, so it's a culture thing. Uh, that that's at least what I and, I, and I, you know, I'm not getting you to brag about the culture you instilled, but, um, that's to me, what that to me was the big thing there. There's a really good culture out there. It seemed like with athletics. So, uh, and, and as you said, that wasn't by mistake, I guess.
6: No, no, it, it definitely wasn't. And, and you had, you know, the buy-in started with the coaching staff. And you know, the, the kids are going to watch their behaviors and their actions, and the kids are going to buy into what they do. And you know, I was talking about the stability of our coaches. and I, I left the name off Nate Connor, and, and this is a good example of that culture. Um, you know, Nate Connor, you see him and, and his coaching staff at our football games. And um, he's there sometimes working the scoreboard. Sometimes, sometimes he's on the microphone announcing the games. Um, and, and that bleeds, it just radiates throughout, not only those programs, but in other programs as well. When, when, you know, the football coach cares about what the soccer team's doing, and I'm talking about the girls soccer team, it just, it makes the greatest difference. And, and I, I've always tried to be, and, I, and I'm going to do the same thing in this position. i I'd like to be accused of being a forward thinker. Um, we're not going to be a, a program that sits around and says, well, this is the way we've always done it. Um, I don't believe in that. Uh, I believe in growth. We we are an education-based athletic program, and anybody in education will tell you the key to saying whether a teacher is successful or not is that growth rate, and and athletics is no different. We've got to, we've got to try to grow our programs, and that's I think that's the great challenge for me now as a county athletic director is to, you know, as I move forward, uh, you know, as I said again, I'm going to give Ron all the credit. He's done a wonderful job and leaving it in great shape, and then now. What are the next steps? How can we, you know, be forward thinkers and try to change things so that we can progress and, and pick county so that not only certain schools in Pitt County, but Pitt County Athletics can be the tops. And, and I don't want to be just the tops in the east. I, don't, I want Pitt County Athletics to be tops in the states. You know, people like to talk about Wake County and Mecklenburg County mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Guilford County. Well, well, you know, guess what? Look out. Here comes Pitt County. And, and that's that's my challenge.
2: You know, uh, coaches, and we're and more and more. It seems like uh, non-staff members at certain schools are coaches. So I- I'm sure there's a hand in, in some of that. That you at your level will, will have some input or some some thoughts on uh, the athletic training seems to be a big issue, not so much an issue, but keeping it going. There's technology. Those are all different things that you know. Again, a combination of what I've observed when we talked to Ron Butler last week. What do you think are challenges? is maybe the best way to put it, but what, you know, what are the challenges right now stepping into this role uh, here in, uh, in mid-summer 2022 for you?
6: Well, and you, you did a great job of summarizing right there. I think that, you know, first and foremost, I'll start with the ECU sports medicine program and uh, Ron, again, having that established, that was not in place before Ron Butler became our, our county athletic director. And, know i always wondered back when i was you know still helping an assistant in football you know how how we were sitting here in the home of east carolina university with one of the greatest sports medicine programs on the east coast that we didn't have trainers and so ron along with dr sharon rogers um, just did a tremendous job and unfortunately we had some you know bad experiences that led to that but to give dr rogers and, and ron the credit that they deserve Uh, They did a wonderful job getting established. Now, at the present day, uh, that program right now, there are a lot of questions over at the university about the future of the program and uh, for things that are out of our control. And I think that's going to be critical for me and for Pitt County Schools to try to do everything in our power to keep that up. Um, I am not, at this point in time, familiar with all the official details. I'm very confident that we will be able to keep it going moving forward and uh, as you said you know when you were talking technology you want to try to keep keep grooming it but keep growing it as well and um, so so we're crossing our fingers that from from the you know the high schools and middle schools from our standpoints that east carolina is going to be solid with that program and that we will be able to maintain it we do not want to go backwards we do not want to go to that place where you have first responders Um, we had a lot of tremendous in the past first responders and it's not a shot at them but there's something about that trainer who is is certified and they they know their craft. Uh, I will tell you, as a as a head basketball coach, uh, you know when your focus is on that game, it's so nice to know when the kid comes off and he's had a uh, an injury that you've got an expert, a professional right there that's taking care of business. And um, we never, with with injuries of any kind, want to take any gambles. And so that has been definitely a safety blanket for us. Now, in terms of non-staff coaches, that is a that's a nationwide right. trend, and and a lot of, a lot of it has to do with uh, people who are coming out now, and and either folks that are not wanting to get into the profession anymore, or there are a lot of young teachers that do not want to you know spend their hours after school, and so we are having to depend on our local non-staff folks. Uh, we're fortunate in Pitt County to have a lot of really good. Not only non staff coaches, but a lot of very good volunteers and living in a university town. uh, I think that that's where we've got to take advantage of the great resources we have in Greenville and in Pitt County. And um, but but how do you handle that? There's always dangers when you have non staff uh, employees out there. But you do that through education. You do that through professional development. And that's, that's going to fall on my shoulders. Mm-hmm. And and that's something I get very excited about because I think I think through professional development, we can further develop not only our non-staff coaches, but our, our athletic administrators as well. And that, that is going to be one of my goals moving forward.
2: All right. Uh, I, I hate to give the the ghost up on this, but you have a great relationship with Clay Medlin and everybody at Rose. The staffs at Rose and Conley actually like each other quite a bit, uh, is my experience. and then <laughs> Coach Cherry, at uh, uh, who's the AD, basketball coach uh, at, at South Central. You have a great relationship yeah. with him. You competed against him, but you know, also professionally, uh, you all are, are, are colleagues. So that's you know, Absolutely. that's so. I guess what I'm asking is that light blue and green or that, uh, burgundy and black. If you had to wear that to the state championship game, you would, right? If, if this
6: for Pitt County, I will do it. <laughs> and, uh, let me say that yeah, Clay, Clay and Chris are both not only uh, great professional colleagues, but I consider them, uh, very close personal friends. And, uh, you know, I was telling Shannon McLaughlin, who's going to be taking, Uh, moving into the my old role as ad Mm -hmm. at DH Connolly high school i said one of the biggest things you're going to learn is your best friends in this business are going to be the other athletic directors and there's a lot of truth to that and uh just good people and and i you know i have great relationships with larry at farmville and matt at north Pitt and corey at aiken grifton Um, obviously we haven't been in the same leagues with them over the years uh, so you know we haven't crossed paths as much as we will now but I have nothing but respect for those guys. And, and, uh, like I said, I'm, I'm excited about developing those relationships and seeing what we can do at their locations as well. But, but, you know, back to your question, could I, you know, people have been joking me about wearing the green and the blue and, um, what I might do with clay is if I can see if Marvin Jarman will wear a Conley hat, I might, I might wear a green and blue hat. How
2: about that? (laughs) I don't know if that's ever going to happen. I don't know if that's ever going to happen.
6: Let (laughs) me ask We'll 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 talk about it over at Diet Mountain Dew.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So I, I asked you about, you know, just overall from the athletic department perspective at Conley, but, but just give me some good memories as a coach at Conley that, that you kind of look back on fondly now.
6: Well, uh, you know, as an athletic director, that allowed me, you know, I talked about the importance of being a coach and the relationships with the basketball players. And that that that's first and foremost. I just have been so so blessed through the years to to uh, be able to come into Connection Island with a bunch of fine young men, but again, mentors. Um, a lot of people don't know some of the names, but uh, Ben Moore, who then started me out at AG mm-hmm. Cox when I first started teaching and basically took me along to, Conley with him. And then uh, so many, you know, Cobby Dean's Mm -hmm. um, retired head basketball coach was a super mentor. And there've been so many more uh, Dave Lebo. uh, uh, You know, I have learned more basketball from (laughs) Dave Lebo, who was my assistant. And uh, but just, just lucky to have him along. But then on top of that, when I became athletic director was to be able to experience other successes, you know, in other areas and and be able to show pride in, in male and female athletes across the board is is just it's been very exciting to watch it it's been exciting to watch Conley, uh evolve from being old country high school to being a, a school that is pretty much well known statewide and whether it be in the 4a classification or 3a um, I was I'm one of the few people that have been very lucky to watch uh, my children participate out there and uh, both be involved they they Madison, my oldest, and Cameron, my youngest, were both uh, members of of uh, Wayne's uh, state championship team in uh, 2015, and and that was an exciting run. Mm-hmm. Uh, to to be able, as a father, at the same time be an athletic director was certainly uh, a very uh, top point on my list. That's for sure.
2: Um, any particular players or games from coach of basketball that stand out?
6: Oh wow. <laughs> There've been so many. Uh, first, and I will say that your any time you have that local rivalry, there there is just nothing like walking into the Rose Garden and and there's standing room only, and you can't even hear yourself think. Uh, believe it or not, playing those games in the old what we call the old gym at D H Conley. Uh-huh. I, I, you know the the newer the game gym is beautiful. But that old gym, there was something about just how loud, because it was nothing but concrete block. There was no insulation on the roof, so you had basically a metal roof. And the noise level uh, back when I had the Alex Whites of the world and the Zeron Lanes um, was just amazing. And, and it was something that, that I will always hold dear to my heart. Just that old gym, there's something about it. Any old-time Conley graduate uh, will always tell you that that old gym has a smell to it.
4: <laughs> and, it does. Uh, yeah, I don't
6: care if you yeah. talk to someone from the seventies, but when you see them and they go, you're, you work at common. Yeah. Does it still have that smell? <laughs> and some people love it and some people hate it. Uh, but, but I will tell you just, uh, you know, watching those folks, the Alex whites, the Jerron lanes, uh, the, the many, many special athletes that I've been fortunate enough to you know come in contact with. And, just the amazing performances that I've witnessed has been something else. And then, you know, there, are the other ones, the other, uh, performances I've seen, it's like watching, uh, Holt Naylor's and Cornell Powell a couple of years yeah. ago in football. Yeah. And it's just a track beat going back and forth and back and forth. And,
2: uh, just some really neat moments, Patrick, that I'll always uh, cherish. Uh, Rob Maloney, uh, certainly not out of, uh, topics to get into, but, uh, long on time here we, we need to go but uh thank you for doing this congratulations and, and i'm sure we'll talk uh at some point here we'll, we'll try to visit with you periodically just to kind of get a feel for what's going on
6: well any anytime patrick is always just an honor and and i sincerely mean it i'm here for all of pitt county and, and all of our high schools and middle schools and I'm, I'm really excited to be working there
2: great uh rob maloney with us do appreciate it thank you all right um Serena Williams loses in the opening round uh, of Wimbledon, just the third time she's lost in the opening round of a major, so she uh, gets defeated there. Uh, And uh, Serena at 40 could possibly be her final uh, Wimbledon. Uh, Pill, go ahead and play a little Jewel here. I'm going to do a victory lap. We don't have to go out on it. We could just, you know, play it here for the sake of uh, what I'm about to report. But we had a ticket giveaway yesterday with Train, Jewel, and um, uh, what else do we have? Uh, blah, blah, blah. Oh, uh, Blues Traveler. We gave away a, a ticket yesterday for the show Friday. I've got my
0: and uh, and
2: my listen to this. Too. What a star, Jewel. We had answer. our poll. And uh, the poll was
0: uh, a Bigger Star. Jewel
2: or Train? The votes are in. Fifty-four percent vote Jewel is the bigger star than Train. What do you think of that, uh,
0: Noah and uh, Noah and uh, Abby said yesterday it was Train,
2: as did Ben, but I was right, because it's Jewel. so who would you say is the, you strike me as a Train fan? Wasn't Casey a Train fan? He'll Sorry, there, I was maybe. I was
3: talking to Abby. My bad. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I know yeah, a couple their songs, the but I'm not an avid like pop music fan. So, uh, not
2: not really. Uh, okay. All right, uh, you could kill the jewel. That's fine. But I, I just I wanted to gloat a little bit. I wanted to gloat. All right. Um, let's uh, grab. Uh, well, we're getting ready to go actually. Uh, and uh, just a reminder. Thanks to Rob Maloney for being with us. A reminder tomorrow, uh, five o'clock. We're gonna have. Uh, the uh, quarterback of the Pirates, Holton Ehlers, in the studio tomorrow with us. Uh, So he'll be live. uh, Long-form sit-down deal with uh, Holton tomorrow, talking about his experience at the Manning Passing Academy and uh, also uh, what he's got in store for the next few uh, weeks prior to the uh, start of fall or, uh, yeah, fall camp, and then Uh, Just kind of his thoughts on the season. So uh, a lot to get into with Holt Naylor's tomorrow. He'll be our guest. We're looking forward to that. Later in the week, uh, our friend Hayes Permar and also the mayor of Greenville, P.J. Conley, among others, will catch you tomorrow at 5.